yo, this is Sierra speaking from Learned Events. And let's not forget to keep our ears listening this morning, which is Friday, September the 18th, or whatever day you plan on listening to my wonderful podcast. Today, we'll be talking about freedom versus virtue. And if it's fair and... Hold on, I'm missing a, I'm missing a script on here. Hold on, wait a second, I forgot what I said. Let, let me call Serena. I know she was listening to me practicing the other time. Uh, Serena, come here for a second and help me out. I forgot what I was supposed to do. Hey, Sierra, you calling me? I sure did. I need you to finish this last part I was practicing because I forgot what I was supposed to say. I ain't gonna lie, girl. I forgot. <laughs> I sure can. This is my favorite part because I love this subject. If you remember correctly, you said fair and equal for all citizens of the United States. Oh, okay, yeah, I remember. That's right. That's what I said. <laughs> Thank you so much, Saru. You can go back to your room now. And <laughs> don't you ever come back ever again, okay? <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> okay, she gone now. Moving on. My goal for this podcast episode is for all of you to understand my viewpoint on the government and why I believe that they should promote virtue and what it has to do with everyone being fair and equal to everyone. Hello, welcome back from the short break. Let's talk about why I believe that the government should promote virtue. To be real with you, I believe people can't be trusted with freedom. But I know some of you pick freedom instead of virtue. Why you did that? I really don't know, to be honest with you. Maybe because you all want to be free and do whatever you want to do. <laughs> but don't worry, I'm going to teach you why virtue is better than freedom. First of all, people are very crazy. Like, you know, serial killers like Harold Shipman, who killed 218 people. Murderers like Selma Little, who killed 50 people. And psychopaths like Thomas Crane, who, who was a doctor that poisoned his patients. And that's not all out there. There are many crazy people in this world. But I mean, if you want to just let them be free to do whatever they want to do, that's your fault, not mine. Because I, 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 I promote virtue. Y'all promote feed freedom. That ain't, that ain't me. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but as you can clearly see, it is too dangerous for people to have the privileges to be free and do whatever they want to do. Honestly, people would just take advantage of it. However, human, nature's, human nature varies from people to people. But... I believe that most of the society is crazy and it will affect those that are not crazy because it causes problems for future generations. That being said, the government should promote these virtues which are justice, benevolence, and public goods. Justice because people need to be judged for their actions to let them know whether it's right or wrong and also if they should be punished. <laughs> Okay, let me stop playing. Let me stop playing. <laughs> now, for benevolence, the government should provide money or any service for the people. Like, if something comes up, for example, the problem we're in today, which is... You guessed it, COVID-19, people. I repeat, COVID-19. Okay, okay, let me stop playing so much. But, I mean, this is a big deal happening around the world. 
like a lot of people are dying losing their jobs forced to stay at home and students are doing online school i repeat online school yes we all hate it i know we all do tell me why the teachers drop and work like it's albums i don't get it <laughs> anyway let me let, hold on i was getting off topic my bad my bad let me get back on track furthermore public goods have basically life liberty and the pursuit of happiness doesn't it sound familiar that's right that's the constitution but aren't you wondering how public goods are similar to the constitution well that's pretty simple so listen because i'm about to teach you something you probably didn't know about Without public goods, which give us law enforcement, natural defenses, and street lights, in addition, it also give us clean air and nice, fresh drinking water to drink. Now, if you really think about it, public goods is exactly what the Constitution states. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Without the laws, the defenses, the clean air, and the drinking water, we wouldn't be able to live. We wouldn't be able to be free. And we'll just be overall happy for the small things, you know. You remember me talking about being free to do certain things? Well, let me add on to that. I believe people should have some type of freedom, but not too much, of course. That's why we have different virtues set, so that everything can be at peace, and that everyone and everything will be in some type of order. But, if you think more on this topic of virtue versus freedom, don't you think people would take advantage if they had the freedom to do whatever they wanted to do? Like, for example, stealing and not being punished for it. Like someone just came up to your house and just stole everything out your house and you just mad and complaining. Ain't nobody gonna do nothing about it because there's no laws for it. Too bad. Or what if someone comes knocking on your door and you open it and they shoot you in the head? You're dead and just gone. There's no coming back from it. You're just gone. They wouldn't be punished for it, and you're just, just, all just gone, like poof, gone. If we didn't have the laws we have now in order to keep things somewhat balanced, then the world would be in panic and chaos. Now, take a second to think. Would you pick freedom or virtue? Right. I know you pick virtue, right? Because that's the stuff that I'm talking about. <laughs> Wait. You pick virtue, right? Right. I mean, I hope you picked virtue, because, but if you didn't and you're still not convinced, let me provide you with some good old evidence. A man named Dog, Dog Bando made an article about how freedom and virtue are inseparable. Now, as you can see, he makes a claim that freedom and virtue are bound together. In the article, it states that virtue can't and not exist without the freedom to make moral choices. What he means by this is that if you have virtue, you have to have some type of freedom as well to let the citizens choose their own choices. But of course, if it's only fair and the right thing to do for other citizens. Furthermore, if you just have a million virtues or laws for people, but they don't have the freedom at all to make some of those choices, do you really think people are going to follow them? Like, let's be for real. <laughs> Somebody tell you to uh, stop eating in class, and you and you still eating in class. <laughs> like really, you ain't listening, and you really think people are gonna keep on listening to these laws that the the government keep on giving to us? Nope. <laughs> Moving on. That will be to Elsa. My little question. It's a big fat.
no no one will follow the laws that they don't agree with especially if it's horrible and straight up wrong not only that Bando states the government has proved provided that it's not good teachers of virtues when he says this he is saying that the government is bad at giving virtue laws to the people to keep them in order for example we are in a pandemic now and the government told us to stay home and wear masks now let's be honest don't you see people going out without wearing masks in a building full of people and don't you see people having parties and celebrations even with the pandemic happening I mean, you might be one of those people, but who really knows? This is the perfect example of how government doesn't really know how to give or force laws. People will still do what they want to do because, yeah, they're just hard-headed and don't listen. You might be one of these people. (laughs) Anyways, they'll do whatever they want to do because it makes their lives more simpler. Lastly, in the article, it states that if one thing is certain, it is that men are sinful. Those who possess this power can, of course, do good, but history suggests that they are far more likely to do harm. I like this quote because it says that when people have power, they end up doing harm instead of good. This is why virtue is needed, because when someone is given power, like Joseph Stanley, who became director of the Soviet Union due to Voldemort Lynn's death, He did use his combination of manipulation and terror to destroy his enemies and use them for his purposes. As you can see, when someone is given power, it causes them to go crazy in the head and make make them take advantage of others. Now, let's take a short break for us, the second half, folks, as Learning with Sierra continues. peeps welcome back let's continue with the show now i have a question for you do you believe that the u.s government builds a system that got people who lived here based off of freedom of versus virtue well do you remember how my sister finished my sentence about how freedom versus virtue is fair and equal for all why you think about your answer let me tell you mine so I do believe that the system is fair and equal for all, however, I somewhat don't really believe it is fair and equal for everyone. Why don't I think that everyone is fair and equal? Well, that's a very, very simple answer. It's the fact that fair isn't always really equal. What I mean by this is that when the government makes a law, it really doesn't really seem. Well, that's a very, very simple answer. It's the fact that fair isn't always equal. What I mean by this is that when the government makes a law to make things seem equal, it's not really equal. If you think about it, African Americans are still not free today. We are only living in an illusion that we are. However, you can see that we still aren't free by what is happening through our time period this year which is police are killing us just for raising our hands or if we grab something or if we just do something they straight out don't like. Keep in mind that we're unarmed. The trigger that made black people protest more about Black Lives Matter is the George Floyd case. As you know, he got choked to death by a white man. He was telling the police that he couldn't breathe, but the police officer continued to have his knee on his neck for a total of eight minutes and 46 seconds. In the end, you know what happened. 
He died. Come on, go ahead and cry, people. Go ahead and cry. Let me let me stop playing. Moving on. But let me just say something. I believe all mad lives matter, not just black lives. Everyone has. But let me just say something. I believe all lives matter, not just black lives matter. Because everyone's being killed by one another and it should be stopped. But as you can see, the government has no controls over people's deaths. But they do have they do their best to make it equal and fair for everyone. Sadly, it just doesn't happen to be that way. Everyone has different opinions about everything. So we can't change what their mindset is about discrimination against other races. They have to do it themselves. Do you think the government can stop all the discrimination between races? Go ahead and answer. The answer is no. The government can't stop discrimination of other races from happening because, like I said earlier, you can't change what a person thinks about someone else. It's just their opinion. Now, the government will try to make it as equal as possible. So, of course, they made the U.S. Constitution which is similar to what is said in the 14th Amendment. Now, if you don't remember what the 14th Amendment is, I'll just tell you, so don't worry about your brain fart. The 14th Amendment says that no state should make or enforce any laws that would deny to any person within its jurisdiction the equal protection of law. With that being said, the government has to treat every person equally and fairly. An example of this is if you're speeding. And you know what you get for skip speeding, going literally 100 miles per hour down the street. You get a speed ticket. And another example is that everyone has a chance to have equal opportunities in education, employment, and other things, you know. But moving on, as you see, the government is a system of fair and equal, but it's not completely fair and equal. So, do you see how freedom and virtue is somewhat fair and equal to everyone living in the United States? You're still not convinced yet, huh? Well, I'll tell you how the two go together. As you can see, I talked about the Constitution and birth arguments about freedom versus virtue and how it's equal for all. The Constitution is very important because it gives us a sense of balance in the world. Furthermore, the government is divided in branches to keep the power of balance. I know you know these branches, but in case you forgot the branches... I'll let you know what they are. We have the legislative branch, which makes the laws, the educative branch, which is in charge of carrying out those laws, and judicial branch, who evaluate those laws. With that refresh I just gave you, do you see how everything goes together with one another and it creates balance inside the government? The Constitution provides a system of checks and balances, making everything as equal and as fair as possible giving everyone some freedom and some virtue. To conclude this forever long podcast about freedom versus virtue, and if it's fair and equal for all citizens living in America, I would like to say that obviously, as you can see, I believe that the government should promote virtue more than freedom. What I mean by this is that the government should give more virtue laws than freedom laws because if people have too much freedom, they'll just take advantage of it. 
and it will cause others to suffer the consequences of their mistakes. It should be noted that the government does their best to make sure the world is at peace, but come on people, you know the government needs help every once in a while. They're making a few wrong decisions on how to solve problems. But I mean, if you think about it, if you were working as a governor, wouldn't it be hard to make difficult decisions and solve different problems all at once? There are millions of people living on Earth. And the government is facing problems after problems after another problem. So the pressure that they are facing is understandable. That's why the government makes quick decisions, but sometimes it be the wrong ones. Moreover, the government sometimes asks us to state our opinion on, our, on the problem, or we just protest to get their undivided attention. <laughs> Isn't that right, people? <laughs> but... <laughs> It's really people are fighting with other people. Like, do you ever wonder why there are stop signs on certain streets that aren't really needed or supposed to be there? Well, that's because there was an idiot speeding down the street and had a wreck with another car that was also speeding or just driving casually down the street. And they had, you know, what they call it, a wreck. Yeah. And another example of the government uh, making these laws is... This is a example of government making a law to keep people safe from the event, keeping it from happening again. Anyways, yeah, my overall conclusion is if people had too much freedom, it would cause ultimate chaos and multiple disasters. That being said, the government doesn't need too much power either. Now, I have a question. Who is on top, virtue or freedom? That's right, virtue. (laughs) Let me hear you say it. That's right, virtue. (laughs) Make sure you subscribe and like my podcast because I know it's amazing. (laughs) Can't nobody be my stuff. Anyhow, this is Sierra. This is Learning Events with Sierra. And I hope to talk to you next time. Goodbye.